Assalamu alaikum. You're listening to Tech Sisters Stories. Tech Sisters is a community that connects you with other sisters who share your story, experiences, and goals so you no longer have to feel like the only one like you on your team. My name is Grace, and I get to interview the amazing women in our community, share their stories, and the lessons they learned. Today, we are super happy to have Marwa Jawad with us. Marwa enjoys developing things that live on the internet. Her interest in web development started back in 2018 when she decided to try to make her ideas into real projects with HTML and CSS. Fast forward to today, and Marwa had the privilege of working on a variety of real projects using the latest techniques, and we are very, very happy to have you, Marwa. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Alhamdulillah. I'm so excited. Yeah. So how did you first get into tech? Well, the fact that I'm an IT graduate, that's providing you with the chances to get my foot in the door. And with that, having my bachelor degree in IT, I got my first internship as a React developer. Then I got my first role as a junior React developer. That's wonderful, mashallah. With the React developers, it's so popular and everyone wants to have a React developer. How do you feel about that? Yeah, definitely. Actually, it was quite challenging because in my country, it's not that popular. Don't go out to the private company that these kind of chances to work with the latest technology. And when I got in the internship, I didn't know what is React. I was like, I was like recently graduated and all what I have is just JS, basic JS and HTML, CSS. And with the internship, I learned React. Then I started to doing real stuff with the company after I got my first role as a junior React developer. MashaAllah. So just so that everyone listening knows, what country are you from? I'm from Iraq. And uh, you're saying that you're able to get an internship as well when you were yeah. getting started. Yeah. My country circumstances is really hard to do so mm-hmm. because when I graduate, you know, just for anyone who don't know Iran in my country, normally in the countries you have the government sector and private sector working side by side to provide opportunity for recent graduates or at least to provide internships to get them ready to the job market. But in my country... Private sector is almost died, and the government is really, really complicated thing. It's corrupted. You need to pay money or to know someone who is in hiring position to get you in. So there is no way to, <laughs> to work in, in both of these sectors. So from that moment, I knew that I need to work outside. I need to search for opportunity in another country. And mm. it was ghosty because uh, I'm, I'm natively Arabic. Mm-hmm. And I need to learn English. And you need to really have a good level of English to interact with your team, learning stuff, all the documentation for the language are in English. So this is the first obstacle if you want to work outside. And of course, the, 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 the knowledge, the basic stuff that I got in college is not enough to go out even in Dutch. So working on that, also, it's a really challenging. And yeah. This is the most difficult things to overcome as a recent graduate. When you are applying for like remote jobs, they need someone with experience because they yeah. will say like, I can hire someone from the country. Why I, why I should hire you? And it's, it's really complicated. Like you need to work, I need experience, I need things to work. And it's just, just to continue in this loop. And, and yeah, it's, it's really frustrating for someone who just recently graduated. You don't have the right environment to grow and to learn the basic stuff just to start doing and earning for a living, for sure. So, yeah, 
that was the most <laughs> frustrating thing. Yes, definitely. I can really empathize with how hard that must have been. But I think it also is a lot of credit to your character to keep going and to be able to piece together all this stuff really on your own. Alhamdulillah. We have a lot of other tech sisters who are in sort of similar positions where they're in other countries and they're trying to get remote jobs, but they don't have that experience to build that up yet. Do you have yeah. any advice to get that experience? Well, certainly. Certainly. We have an old saying in my country. It says, a shifts a lidia pass and she, so for you to do. Um, the, the, uh, the person who search for someone or something, you will find it. As long as he is searching. So it is a fact that there is a huge lack of opportunity. It's almost nothing. Uh, but it's, it's not impossible if you, if you, if you got what the opportunity needs. I think this is the most important thing. Be ready for the opportunity before you yeah. got it. See what to take to get you there and start doing it. Take English, then practice English. Gain this skill. Learn the basics. Learn the thing that you will learn it without mentor, without a company, supervision or something like this. Like start while you're on first leg. Just to prove that you are deserving the opportunity and it will definitely come. It may take you a lot of time. I must say, I, I would never believe that the, the the surrounding environment could prevent you from reaching your goals. But in my case, it's it slows me down, mm-hmm. and I think it just it is for everyone. It's good slows you down, but it never prevents you. Yes, I think that's that's really true. And I think even for regardless of what country you're in, that advice is true. When talking to people who are hiring, and the reason why they're having a hard time hiring entry level people is because they don't have the capacity, they, they can't invest in training for that level. So they need somebody who's able to just join exactly. the team and start working. Yeah. So what that means that if you are trying to apply for those jobs, you need to build up that experience yourself. You need to think of your own projects, collaborate with other people like in Tech Sisters, and just work on stuff and build it and you know do that crossing collaboration, work on your yeah. English skills, so that when they're looking at your CV, they'd be like, oh, well, she's done a lot of the stuff that we need. You're always exactly. working. You know what they're looking for. And you can look at that for the job descriptions and work towards that, inshallah. Definitely. So your current situation, are you working for a remote company? Yeah, I'm working as a instructor and it's career foundry platform. It's a German. Yes, uh, yes. Um, yeah, we are helping entry-level people or people who are not having any experience and they just want to join and, and gain experience for the first time they can start there as a web developer or social stack developer. So we help with them and we provide the feedback and whatever they need to get there. So this seems like something that you'd have a lot of connection with yourself. Definitely. I have the background as a coding lecturer at college. So mm-hmm. it was not that new for me to help them. And still, even when I'm not a lecturer anymore in college, I still have the connection with my students to give support them because it's, it is, in my opinion, this is more important from being just a developer. Like not stopping giving, you just keep giving, keep mm. helping someone else to start new January. And yeah, it is, it is better than being a developer, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, <laughs> but definitely, 
Everyone has their different because styles. Because I feel, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I believe that it's had it's the kind of advantage that I really admire. Giving, continue giving for someone who could achieve more than me. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, which is really interesting. When I was in their age, I really needed for someone to help me, mentor me, and show me the road, and maybe shortcuts the way for me. I remember that I spent. Although we, I wear a lot of boot camps and this stuff, but I was having a lot of sleepless nights trying to find the error. I was like helping, hoping that someone could check out that way for me and tell me what I'm doing wrong. Did I like, I was like, I was skeptic about my way. Did I land the right technology? Mm. Like always need for a mental support. So it's just a really good shield that to be that person for someone who isn't. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, it, it is really wonderful to, to share your knowledge and to be able to see the impact it has on people. With your students, what's something that you notice that they might struggle with the most frequently? And what kind of advice would you give? They, they quit quickly. Yeah. They're just trying for a few times and just like, this God is not working. I'm not good, you know. Or, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'll never figure it out. (laughs) If you, this is the point where you feel like you, you, you will give up. If you hold on and not giving up at that point, Mm. it life would be much easier. I really remember that. I was just, I got my first step as a junior developer after I finished writing internship in the company and my, my first role. And, and, I got stuck. I spent like two days trying to figure out where is the problem. My mentor was not working anymore in my team. So I was having no mentor, having no lead or senior person in my team. There was a loan. Literally alone. And I just, I didn't know. I, I said like, oh my God, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the right person for this. After all this, I, after all the courses I got, there's something wrong with me it's but easy it's, yeah <laughs> it's not the courses <laughs> yeah it is me because yeah you start yeah you start believing yourself yeah searching yeah. for a reason and and and, and you branding yourself it's the only course <laughs> yeah and, and just uh, yeah. this is not true i just wish to back between back and years and tell myself this is not true this is normal this is mm-hmm. how things going on in real life. And this is build you up when you're not giving it at that moment. I remember the HR, not not sure what the position was the person, but he was there in the HR team. She messaged me. She saw me sending the message in, in a really late time. She said, like, are you still wake up? Are you having oh. any difficulties? So, yes, I do. And I, I didn't know what to do like I didn't ask I couldn't ask her because she was like no nothing about my case my problem so it was like everything will be fine and just I went I went out from the, the, the platform that we are working on and just continue mm-hmm. doing my code but eventually it works maybe the code was sucks code quality was <laughs> really sucks at that time but it works and the the, the time that I try to fix the, the error I learned a lot and mm-hmm. then stuff I we didn't never thought about it without having that mistake. Yep. But I always tell that my student that without mistake, you will never learn. 
we're not going to know that there's a problem. That why this happening or why how this part of code works, you would never know. You just read it that like it, it's doing that and that, but it's in details. Mm-hmm. What could break it? You only know when it's got this. It's broken. Yeah. Yeah. This error message. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And I think that's why it's so important for anybody who's just starting out in tech or is, is a beginner to talk yeah. and watch people who are more senior do programming and you'll see how they handle errors. And like everybody Googles, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Everybody gets stuck, but then they go and they ask questions. Yeah, or they should be- not take it personally. That's no one taking it. But they'll ask questions and Oftentimes, the reason why they're able to kind of rebound from getting stuck is because they've had that same error before, and they probably have the Stack Overflow page bookmarked because this comes up so frequently. This is just what happens with experience. Alhamdulillah. Definitely. Yeah. So what's next for you, Mara? What would you like to do next? Well, I'm trying to be good at the goals and my dream job is to join that company. I just yes. I feel like if I can't do that and I can't do anything. So awesome. I, I do I prepare myself for the next month to do that and trying to read a lot of articles, solve all these coded programs and join the community of, of people who are doing the same. So mm-hmm. I just keep motivated and not giving up easily. Yeah, inshallah. Yeah. That'll be wonderful for you. Yeah. What is something in your journey so far that you are most grateful for or maybe a project that you worked on that you feel really special about? I think, first of all, I would be grateful for myself. For I know that I didn't achieve a lot, but for someone who said that I, I'm not going to let the environment and the surrounding circumstances affect me, it is a really great step, especially for, for female. In my country, mm-hmm. it, it is it is really challenging. If you can find a really few um, number of girls working in this because it's dominated by men and, and just keep following you and telling you that <laughs> you cannot do it. And yeah, this kind of, I'm really proud of myself to do this, to keep learning, grateful for this small project that I put in my profile, although that it's not having a really high quality but high pulse good, but I really, really appreciate all the try, try and effort that I built and I put in the beginning of my my career. Back in the days when I remember where I where I had been and 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 none of the confidence that I gained. I remember when I joined the internship, my my, my English level was six tops. I couldn't even say a single sentence. It was a really hard time to me. I was crying after the meeting because I felt like even women have that confidence in my level when it's get real, when you start interacting, I lost all my confidence. And then I was keep telling myself that I can do it. I can be better. And it happened. Given it was really hard to it. But it's, it's getting better. No, your English is is wonderful. And I think this is also something that we've seen. We have like a little language club in Tech Sisters, which is, I think, kind of dormant, but it's we should wake it up again. But we have lots of Tech Sisters who are non-native English speakers 
combined with about half of us are native English speakers. So alhamdulillah, this is like a really great opportunity for us to just talk together and just practice speaking English because I think just you know enough to communicate it's that confidence, isn't it? Yeah. Just even if you are able to say one sentence expressing what you are feeling, this is an achievement. Yeah. Something you need to be proud of. Absolutely. So you brought up in that answer that it is very difficult in your country for women yeah. to be working in tech. So we have questions from Texas members who mm -hmm. are also dealing with being in very male-dominated workplaces. So not just in the West, but also in Middle Eastern countries as well. So workplaces where they're the only woman, and there's also maybe a, a heavy layer of misogyny as well. So how are you dealing with this? I'm stopped listening to them, just focused on myself. Because if you came to the truth, the person who is talking that way about you, telling you just because you are a female, he's not even as good as you. If you see, like, I don't want to compare anyone, even the one who is feeling, but person who has knowledge, person who is available to, would never underestimate the others. So make sure that whenever you have that person in work or everywhere, even in social media, make sure that this person have a really lack of confidence, lack of knowledge, that way he is covering that and by pulling the others and just to make them because just, they are female, like they don't have any, if they didn't choose it, they just branch email. And, and why you do such a thing? It's like, just not normal. So just stop listening, stop seeing them. Because they don't deserve. Just focus on yourself and be sure that you are equal in mental ability in everything. Uh, so why not? Why not doing better even in the, in the industry? You don't have any, any barriers. Yeah, all the barriers eventually in your mind. So just get rid of it and start working on yourself. Let's not make sense. I start to not listening because like I said, if I, if I start to take care of these things and listen to them, then I am the only obstacles in my way. I, I should not. Just focus on yourself, improving it, and you're definitely much better than this person who's saying such a thing. But I like what you're saying that eventually the only barrier is in your mind because there yeah. could be some external barriers at work or people not hiring you, but then you are the person who ultimately makes that decision where you're going to be making your next application, um, how you're going to keep going, what sort of things you're going to look out for so you can avoid those places as well. So ultimately it really does come down onto how much you're able to pivot and adjust and be resilient to these things. And it is something that I think takes time to build up that confidence and that inner strength. But I think that it really gives us a strength of character. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, okay. it is. It is. And you, along the way, you should be sure that the right company is there. The right people for support, for giving you the right advice are available. You're just not, not supposed to be feel like I'm not going to apply the company that supports me or the company that believes that I could give the values I expect. Just believe that there is, there is company that suits your expectation. Do not say like, oh my God, all of the companies that will be seeking for the professional males out there and I would never have a place. This is not true. This is not true. And in taxing inside that there isn't 
any good female yeah. in the industry. That's right. It's two sides yeah. of the same coin. Subhanallah. Yeah. There are there are so many different companies, different types of companies in different sectors. So you might find that a lot of companies that work for a certain sector will be more likely to have that tech bro type of of culture. And then you might find that maybe that's not for you and you might want to work in a different sector. So, you know, alhamdulillah, there, there's lots of options and it is really important to have that support group, something like tech sisters or, or other women that you know that you can talk to and just get support from. It can be a long process finding that place, yeah. but yeah. it's out there, inshallah. Marwa, what's something in your career path that you regret or you wish you did differently? Back in the days when I was a student, I wish that I work more on freelance projects. Mm. I do think that, I don't know if anyone could agree with me, but freelance projects, we learn people who worked in the freelance project. I have seen developers who work with me. They they do nothing, just but, but learning from freelance projects. And they are amazing. What really makes freelance projects special is that you have a deadline and there is a specific technology you need to that. So you need to learn this technology in order to accomplish this project. And the client is not interested to know whether you are good enough or good in this specific area. So you just to learn it and to apply it and we deliver the project. And, and that's it. You become more adaptable uh, to learn technology and you just don't. Like so then scared. I'm scared from this new technology, how I learn it and how, how I will apply it. We just, they are so adaptable. Like people who come out from freelance project, they are so adaptable. Uh, they don't afraid to try new things. I like this wild part of being freelance just project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's felt like so. They just don't, oh my God, this is new new technology. I need a lot of time. They just grab it, see the communication, what stakes and text. Okay, I'm just going to do this and this and the project will be done. Yeah, um, yeah that's great. I feel like this is a purpose of uh, being a developer in this field. Like there's daily a new technology come up and then you need to learn it and you need to adapt with all this going on. So this really valuable skill. And beside of that, you put and tons of projects to put in your profile. So this is mm-hmm. definitely something valuable and it has a really good sense of money. So that's really something I really wish that I will, like, I have the chance to do it. But I didn't, unfortunately. I'm still seeking for opportunity to join any freelance community. So definitely I'm working on it. Yeah. I think with freelancing, one of the more difficult parts is being able to market yourself while you're yeah. learning to do the code. Because I, I, I tried doing that before I had my, my first full-time job. And I was freelancing for WordPress sites while at the same time like trying to be better at programming in general. And you need confidence to keep learning you also need confidence to put yourself out there <laughs> yeah, it, it is <laughs> challenging. yeah it is but it is if you're able to make it work it is very very useful marwa is there any last bits of advice or final thoughts that you'd like to add i would say to all the female out there that you are special and you deserve all the supports wherever the country that you come from and whatever the situation that you have, the fact that it's hard for you to get there, to get your foot in the door, start doing the stuff that you are lost, 
specifically in basic field. Don't don't give up. You are special. You are even not if I, you are not equal. You are you are more valuable uh, than your counterpart. So work on it and hold up to your dreams because your your time will come up definitely. Yeah. Oh. Thank you for having me, Chris. Yeah, really that was beautiful. I feel like they used to have that under a motivational poster. It was like a very <laughs> <laughs> a lovely Literally. message. Alhamdulillah. Well, thank you very much, Marwa. It was really, really lovely talking with you. And as always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. If you liked it and you like what we're doing at Tech Sisters, consider following us, leaving a review, sharing this episode with any friends, or even supporting us on Patreon. All of those really help us a lot. This is a completely nonprofit organization. We're just doing this for Sadaka. So anything that helps more Muslim women find us and discover us and hear the stories is immensely helpful. And if you are a Muslim woman in tech, please go ahead and check out our community. It is completely free and fun and very supportive. You can join by going to our website at tech-sisters.com and filling out the membership form and you will get a link right away into our Slack. So it's really, really easy. And that is all for me. And I'll see you next week. Assalamu